This is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 14. Today, we hear about the green moray eel. We guess three mystery animal sounds and a lot more. Welcome, everybody, to Visit the Zoo, the Visit the Zoo podcast, and all things Visit the Zoo. I'm your host, author, and creator of all things Visit the Zoo. All of our ebooks, print books, audiobooks, DVD, and this podcast. And all of that, by the way, is available on Amazon.com and CreateSpace. And if you work in a library or in a bookstore, you can get all of that wholesale through Allied Vaughn or Midwest Tape. And our three primary websites are zooanimals.info, that's animals plural, zooanimals.info, and my main author website at frederickfishman.com, F-I-C-H-M-A-N, frederickfishman.com. And if you want to help and support everything we do here on Visit the Zoo, help us grow and keep the lights on, you can go to patreon.com slash visit the zoo. It's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash visit the zoo. Okay, what do you say we get started? Let's go. Normally at this time we read zoo news. I read all the latest and greatest of what's going on in the world of animals in the zoo, but I'm going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to talk about one particular zoo, and what I'm doing is I'm introducing a new segment, and I'll be doing this periodically, and what we're going to be doing in this new segment is we're going to highlight one particular zoo, a zoo that may be in your neighborhood or a zoo that you've been to. Let's start our first one in our zoo spotlight. And what we're going to do today is highlight the Virginia Zoo. The Virginia Zoo is located in Norfolk, Virginia. They're just two miles from downtown Norfolk and 20 minutes from the Virginia Beach oceanfront. The zoo was opened in 1901 as a city park with 200 animals back then, including mammals, birds, and reptiles. Currently, the zoo has more than 500 animals and over 100 species. The zoo boasts many major species, including orangutans, tigers, primates, red pandas, bears, giraffes, cheetahs, lions, and of course, rhinos and zebra. This zoo, as well as other zoos, have stars or celebrities. And for the Virginia Zoo, their celebrities are two tiger brothers who were born there in 2016. And not a visitor doesn't know who they are. Guests have watched them grow up right before their eyes. Plus, they are so playful and charismatic. They have approximately 500,000 people who visit uh, the Virginia Zoo every single year. There's a staff of anywhere between 80 and 150 people who are employed at the zoo. This includes seasonal and full-time. They work in departments such as animal services, veterinary care, education, horticulture, membership development, marketing, guest services, and more. Now, the zoo is opening something new in the future. It's called the World of Reptiles. It will be a 13,000-square-foot creeping, crawling, curious adventure, and it's going to open up uh, sometime this spring. You'll be able to come 
face-to-face with reptile giants and see newly hatched amphibians, reptiles, and immerse yourself in a floor-to-ceiling marsh habitat. We're looking forward to our new reptile friends, they say at the Virginia Zoo. Some not-so-scaly, including sacky monkeys, sloths, and exotic birds. The Virginia Zoo does have a membership program, so you can join. And they start for as low as $59 for an individual. And family memberships start at 99 and include a host of perks, which can be seen on their website, which I'll give you here in just a second. Uh, they also offer military and first responder discounts. And then you can stop by the membership office on the zoo grounds or visit them at virginiazoo.org and just go to the website and you'll see the tab. The Virginia Zoo does have an education department targeted for children and they offer a wide variety of programs starting at just two years old. Kids and family programs feature interactive programs that encourage family learning, foster early environmental awareness. The Virginia Zoo has a spring break and summer camps as well, and they run daily or weekly. They also have birthday parties and overnight zoo snoozes. So it sounds like a lot of fun there at the Virginia Zoo. They have special programs, too, for young adults and also for adults. Conservation Youth Team that helps develop programs for high schoolers. It provides important volunteer services at the zoo. They also offer an adult creative series called Untamed Arts. You can paint a rhino, learn photography, or gardening techniques from a horticulturist. There's a lot of programs going on there in the Virginia Zoo. That's fantastic. They have special admission prices for seniors and children and AAA members, military first responders, and they have free admission for children under two, Virginia Zoo members, Norfolk College students with valid ID, an individual with ADA-recognized disability, and one companion. Now, in this series of questions I did ask the Virginia Zoo, there's one very important one, and I want to read you the question and their answer. Do you have a special animal conservation program to preserve species at your zoo? And the Virginia Zoo participates in the Species Survival Plan, which manages an animal's population throughout the zoo world. Several of zoo animals have a specific plan and breeding program. Last year, the zoo donated more than $180,000 to conservation projects around the world, from lions to lizards and all animals that matter. Finally, this is the most important part probably, and that is what is their website. They are located at http colon backslash backslash virginiazoo.org. Now, how easy is that? That's http colon virginiazoo.org. And I want to thank the marketing manager at the Virginia Zoo. Her name is Ashley Mars, very much for all the information. And I wrote her back an email to thank her. And I said, you know, whenever I'm back east, I'm going to have to definitely visit the Virginia Zoo. It's time for the mystery animal sounds. And this, like I've said before, is a favor. And I get a lot of email regarding this and people like this where we play three animal sounds and you try and guess what they are. Later on in the episode, I'll tell you what those sounds were and a little bit about them. So here is our first animal sound. You got to listen carefully for this one. I don't know whether you could hear that or not. Let me turn it up just a bit. Here's the first animal mystery sound. One more time. Okay, here is animal sound number two. 
Finally, here is animal sound number three. Yeah, that's pretty easy, I think, but let me do it one more time. Okay, those are our animal sounds for today and later on in the program. In this episode, I'll tell you a little bit about these animals and what they were. come to the animal description segment of our program where we describe in a little more detail one of the 120 animals that are located in my Visit the Zoo series. And we're going to have this one read again by Shannon Zamora, who is an actress in Houston, and she did a good job describing the green moray eel. The green moray eel. The bottom line to this green monster of the deep is this. Don't eat them and don't get eaten by them. First of all, the statistics. They can range from three to eight feet long, but the average length is six feet. They weigh about 65 pounds and live in the Western Atlantic Ocean from New Jersey all the way down to Brazil. They are also found in the Gulf of Mexico. If you watch them carefully, you will see that their mouths constantly open and close. They do that to force water over their gills, which allow them to breathe and take oxygen from the water. They eat fish, crab, and shrimp, and any other fleshy material that passes by. They live in cracks and crevices as far down as 100 feet below the surface. They rest during the day and feed at night. They can be dangerous for two reasons. If you decide to dive down to where they live and you stick your hand near their heads, they can take a chunk of meat or your entire hand. Unprovoked attacks are rare, but get too close and they will bite. Secondly, if you eat them, which some unknowing people do, you can get ciguatera poisoning. Eels ingest chemicals from where they nest that turn into a toxin in their bodies. If you eat their bodies or skin, you can get poisoned by these fish. So the bottom line, look, but don't touch. And the best place to do that is in the zoo when these eels are behind strong glass. Thank you very much, Shannon, for that great read about the green moray eel. And I don't think I'm going to be getting my diving suit on and going down to put my hand near where they live. That would be a, that would be a mistake. Let's go now to our animal sounds again, and I will play them again, and I'll tell you a little bit about who and what these animals are, and a little bit about them. Let's let's start with the first animal sound. Can you hear that? Let me play it one more time, maybe a bit louder. That very pleasant sound that you, again, don't want to hear in the middle of the night is a rat. They are medium-sized long-tailed rodents. I'm sure we've all seen pictures or maybe video or maybe have seen them in person. The best known rat species are the black and the brown rat. Sometimes people keep rats as pets. Why? I don't know. Uh, Sometimes these rats kept as pets are white and they can be trainable with some action. Not much, but a little. And in some, in some cultures, they're used as food uh, in Taiwan and Vietnam. Rats are common food 
for snakes. And they are considered pests, though, in most parts of the world. And they have diseases, 12 known diseases that make people sick. They're found in cities, of course, around the world. And they hide in pipes and walls and cracks and crevices and attics. A lot of hidden places that people can't get to. They are found all over the earth. Wherever there are humans, there are black and brown rats. And they are considered the most invasive species. They're also found on ships spread around the world. The only rat-free zone known is Antarctica. All right, here is our next Animal sound and a little bit about them. That is the sound of the humpback whale. It's a species of baleen whale, which means they are filter feeders. They bring in water and filter out whatever food they can get from the ocean. They're 39 to 52 feet long and they weigh about 80,000 pounds. They have distinctive front pectoral fins which are very long, and they're almost like wings. They're so long. They love to leap out of the water, which is called breaching. They live alone or in small but ever-changing groups, and they eat krill, which are the small little shrimp-like creatures under an inch long, and they filter tens of thousands of pounds of those. And they use various feeding methods, individually or as a group. One interesting is called a bubble net feeding, where they form a circle of air bubbles that capture and trap the krill and they eat them up in big quantities. The humpback whale is most noted for its song. It can be very distinctive, long and complicated. Scientists don't exactly know the purpose of the song, but they conjecture it's for mating and also for territory dominance. These songs can last as long as 20 minutes, but they can be repeated for hours. They feed in the polar waters, in the colder polar waters, and they breed and give birth in the tropical waters or subtropical regions of our planet. Humpback whales were once hunted to near extinction with a 90% wipeout almost by 1966. But there's been some slow recovery and the population growth has now grown to 80,000 humpback whales in our oceans. Finally, here is our third animal sound. Yeah, you probably know that as a goat. That's the domestic goat. It originated from Southeast Asia and Eastern Europe, and of course they're related to sheep. There are over 300 breeds of goat. The goat is one of the oldest domesticated animals on earth. They're used for milk, their meat, hair, and skins. There are over 1 billion goats Uh, existing on the planet today. Their domestication was estimated as starting at about 10,000 years ago. Goats will eat just about anything, even inedible objects like metal or plastic. They are curious and they're agile. They like to climb and when they're little, they like to jump around. They're full of energy. They live about 15 to 18 years. And I've got to confess, I've never tried goat milk or goat cheese, but maybe that's a possibility. So those are our three animals for today. Finally, here is our special segment where I like to read a poem or maybe quotes about animals. And let's do a poem today. How's that? This is written by Oliver Herford. 
The name of the poem is called The Mongoose. This, children, is the famed mongoose. He has an appetite, abstruse, strange to relate. This creature takes a curious joy in eating snakes. All kinds, though, it must be confessed. He likes the poisonous ones best. For him we learn how very small a thing can bring about a fall. O mongoose, where were you that day when Mistress Eve was led astray? If you'd but seen the serpent first, our parents would not have been cursed. And so there would be no excuse for Milton, but for you, mongoose. And that about wraps up uh, this episode of Visit the Zoo. I hope you liked it, and I hope you liked the Zoo Spotlight. Again, that was the Virginia Zoo. Thank you again, Ashley Mars, for all the information. Hopefully, we'll have another. I've got another couple of zoos coming up, too, that uh, you should be very interested in. Next time on Visit the Zoo podcast, we'll have some zoo news, and we'll play some more animal sounds, and another description, a poem, or maybe a surprise or two. And as always, please subscribe, rate, and review, and let us know what you think. And our three websites are Zoo Animals, that's animals, plural, dot info, frederickfishman.com, spelled F-I-C-H-M-A-N. And if you want to support everything that we do here, and we would appreciate it, you can go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash visit the zoo. Patreon.com, visit the zoo. Thank you very much, and hope you can join us again next week. Until next time, take care. Bye for now.